that fixed it. It was Shanri's mic. Shanri, if you have to tell us something, you'll have to unmute your mic. I'm sorry, everyone. We are live. Crazy stuff. We oh, no, we're not. Oh, what is going on with the sound? We're uh, live. Happening what? through the Zoom. Oh, I know exactly what's going on. Um, it's just is happening on my end, guys. Hey, here's the here's the cold open, and let me introduce myself. I'm an idiot. I had the stream open in another tab, and that's what was going on. <laughs> so. Welcome to Co-Struction. I am your host, Tony Wilkinson. <laughs> um, my name is Linnea Anderson, number two. <laughs> I am your third idiot, Josh Robbins. <laughs> well, I'm Paxton Cleaver. <laughs> and then we will be uh, have our guest host for the night. Howdy, everyone. I'm Morgan Simo. Uh, and then joining us for the first ow, time ow. also... <laughs> Um, and this is not their fault. This is my fault. They'll be getting technical issues. Our producer, Shannery Goosen, who's going to be taking over to monitor the stream and make sure everything's going all right. Um, so to, to start out, I wanted to talk about um, talk about last week. Last week, we came up with a, a, a little a little idea and it, 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 it's been performing very well in, in the foreign markets. Do you guys remember what it was called? I don't, but I I know that it's performing very well because it came from us. Yes. Weeks. Well, it was it was it, it was actually a documentary of, of of a movie we tried to make. It was a cute little cartoon about a dinosaur and some gnomes and them trying to make a fruit. It did result <laughs> in the death of a high school teacher, um, and with that, you know, we've been dealing with some legal issues, but we've kind of spun it into something new. Um, so rest in peace to um, Professor McGonagall. Kaforfi and yes, work that's that it. we did. Um, but you know, you gotta suffer for your art, and I do I have no regrets. And I just would like to say as the face of the company, I, I don't have any regrets. Do you have any regrets? Does anyone have any regrets they want to share? I just have a quick question. Not concerning yeah. the, the movie, the film. No. Paxton, is that a is that an illustration of yourself? Yes, that's uh five year old me as an alien. <laughs> So cute. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm glad so we got good. that. <laughs> also, yeah. Got... <laughs> Sorry. The guy that um, <laughs> the guy that actually uh, uh, got the boat stuck in the Suez Canal. He was listening to oh, fuck off our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When that happened, when? he was so oh. distracted by. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, is, is he listening right now? Wonderful, probably. He's, he's probably listening. He's still. He locked himself in, and he he actually his one demand was, "I need more co-struction episodes." So and I just can I speak straight to him real quick? Yeah, yeah. Hey buddy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey buddy, you got a lot of fucking work to do. <laughs> get back to work, buddy. Go get him. <laughs> Yeah, right, I think he's logged off by now. Hey, hey guys, guys, he's Whoa, only hey, he's only whoa. responsible for halting about ten percent of the world's economy. So let's give him a break. <laughs> all, we need all, all the viewers we can get anyway. We've all had some days, but um, b before let's let's just jump right into it because I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, I'm always excited to do this, and I just want to I want to jump right. Into it. So let's for anyone who's confused by whatever we're talking about, this podcast actually does have a purpose. <laughs> And that purpose is to create a story in one hour using a series of randomly generated prompts. Now, right. we only will have one hour, honestly, closer to 50 minutes to do this before <laughs> we jump what in and before we say? will call someone and try to explain <laughs> the premise of our creation to them. So, with that, let's go ahead and get started. Josh, do you happen to have a number generator pulled up? Never. 
<laughs> I'm going to take those yes. So first, <laughs> three numbers between 1 and 60. Now, a reminder for this season, we're not going to reuse any words. So if we roll a word that we've already used, we're going to skip it and roll another. So what's that first number, Josh? 48. 48, which is, according, uh, rock and roll. Do we have that one? Well, we had funky. We didn't have rock and roll. Um, right. If I can get a second number, Josh? 18. 18, which is magic. And a third oh. number, Josh? I'm loving it. Uh, oh, 48 again, but 54. <laughs> uh, 54, which is horror. So a magic rock and roll horror story is what we're going to be attempting to craft today. Now, Listen, I don't like the way. <laughs> so um, you ordered it for us. Okay, well, we can we can talk. We can spend the next thirty minutes arguing about that after we roll the, our other influences. Well, our three major events now, which are three concepts that have to be included in the work in some capacity, um, and that'll be three numbers between one and. Uh, 137. Josh, can you go ahead and give me that first one? 54 again. That's a terrible random number generator. You it's random.org. It's the government saying it's okay. Um, the 54 is scientific breakthrough, so there has to be some scientific breakthrough that is reached. Uh, oh my god, is this about COVID? <laughs> is that a scientific breakthrough? Um, Rock and roll be, magic? Yeah. Another number, Josh? Uh, 76. 76, which will be heavy pollution slash overconsumption will be the second theme for major event. And then, Josh, a third number? 31. 31, which is augmentation. Which uh, we, we had we, that one. Yeah, oh, we have. So we'll re-roll that one. Josh, can you give me one more? 136. 136 astral projection yes. is the Brother. final yes. major <laughs> major event I'm all right so um, and then lastly we need to roll for our inhabitants as always do you guys have a set number do you want to just roll for one for this one or do you want multiple Mm. Let's do multiple. Let's roll the dice on this one. Oh, I know. Let's spice it up a little. Let's, let's be froggy again. Let's let's go. Let's go for two on this. So that'll be two numbers between one and thirty-four. Josh, the first one is thirty. Thirty is androids. Oh, and gosh. oh god. And then one more, Josh. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Uh, we've already had it, which is cyborgs, but oh, we're gonna re-roll that one. 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 <laughs> Oh, that's just human. So it's the, the I think that's the list telling us humans. we're just going to do androids, androids and humans. Um, <laughs> the classic Blade Runner setup here. Okay, so. Is it though? Yep, we, it's, this I is the know. exact exact list they used to create Blade Runner. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be really hard not to stumble upon the Blade Runner plot. I mean, exactly. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> when I think rock and roll, I think Blade Runner. When I think horror and magic, you think. Harrison Ford and Blade Runner. Well, when you think about it, it's definitely movie magic because it's a it's a timeless tale that's lasted through the ages. But we're that's we're going to take this in a little bit more of a literal sense, probably. Mm -hmm. um, this really is very close to Blade Runner right now. <laughs> Basically, it's Blade Runner but with magic, and they change up the soundtrack slightly. Did they do astral projection in Blade but Runner? But that's exactly I haven't that's seen Blade the, that's Me the either. Um, I'd buy it. 
I actually, I actually, I don't, I, I like Blade Runner. I actually love the new remake of Blade Runner. I think it's a cinematic masterpiece, one, one of the most beautifully filmed movies I've ever seen. But that's really, just, I find that I fell fascinating. Asleep, like five okay. minutes into it, I, I'm I sure feel it's marvelous. Like, I, <laughs> it was like three o'clock. No, no, morning. hear me out. I fell asleep every thirty minutes. Well, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> and I, uh, I will say that it's definitely a me problem that I oh, wasn't it's a able slow, to. It's a slow movie. It's a slow movie. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to write a Blade Runner that's exciting. That's what we're going to do. Let's Runner. do it. But and um, it's all going to be an astral projected. Oh, here's the opening scene. Okay. Someone falls asleep. Okay. And they are going to astral project. Okay. And we're writing a movie from that sleeping perspective. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. It's Come it's on. a possible jumping off. Hmm. I don't hate it. I will say it's a little bit there. It leads me to believe the ending is going to be like the waking up for a dream and did it all matter, which <laughs> I don't love those endings. No, 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 no. It's going to somehow morph into real life and blend into their issues that they have in real life. Okay, you're you're just being judgmental because my lighting is shitty right now. That yeah. that is yeah. It's mostly that <laughs> you have a system that yeah, uh, is the lighting that we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what if? What if humans could astral project in order to control androids? Ooh. That's interesting. What was that movie and... with Bruce Willis that was like that? That they oh, had I heard... surrogate. Surrogate. That's what it was called. Not that. Um, where people could that people could like jack into the humans' <laughs> robot bodies that they could control, and they got into yeah. all kinds of shenanigans with that. Um, <laughs> I, I I do kind of like the or maybe reverse it. Humans have been androidified and they're astral projecting into their full human forms because by becoming androids, they've sacrificed some portion of their humanity. But if it's androids like that want to, androids that want to start a band, okay. and <laughs> they have to astral project into a group of teenagers. Oh. No, okay, okay, guys, it's golden, it's golden. So in order, so because of the heavy pollution and overconsumption, yeah. the environment's yeah, been destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order for humans to be able to go and interact in a society, they have to use these little android dudes mm -hmm. to be able, and like they are controlling them, so the androids can face the elements because they're robots. Yeah, that was okay. perfect. Yeah. And they all look like knockoff Wally, <laughs> like just not quite Wally. Well, they do have to not be androids. Well, a difference about, yeah, that's right. That's fair. And what is the difference? Robots, because androids have to have a biological component to them. I thought androids that was... are like the robots from Alien and Prometheus that, you know, they look like humans and they have like skin or Blade Runner. Like they have biological components, but then they are supported by and run by a technological interface. Um, I thought that was a cyborg. What is a cyborg then? A cyborg is a human who has had augmentations of robotics. <laughs> An android is. God, you're is, such an is, idiot. Androids are a biological <laughs> robot, it, and that is where okay. a big thing that comes up with androids is the question of if they are a if they look like humans and they can process information and act and think like humans, do yeah. they have humanity? That's a big theme that comes up <laughs> often because they're not really human. Paxton, um, you're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Paxton. I, this should be covered in the fan fiction I send you guys every week. You know, and there's a big, there was a big Android chapter in the. The big Android versus cyborgs. Tony's actually been writing essays for years. Well, essays is one word for it. Erotic fan fiction is another word for it. I would consider them both. Yeah, really, from a scholarly viewpoint. You're in journals, you know. Yes, yes. But one thing we can't forget is the horror. You know, this is a horror. Um, yes. And I think I think that that comes pretty easily when you start talking about these 
Um, okay, okay. Okay. Here's a okay. thought. Wait, wait, I'm I got, sorry. Sorry, go first. Um, here's a thought. So these androids are made for these humans to basically, like, astral project themselves into. Yeah, and okay. Then those bodies can be controlled to do things. Now, what if the android also had sentience when it wasn't being controlled, and then when it gets taken over... It, it makes horrible to... music. <laughs> well, you know, it, but it, it loses control of the body, and then is astral projected. It's pushed out. And so mm-hmm. this is like a struggle of an android or group of androids that have been taken over and, and are having to, like, watch their bodies do things that they cannot control. And that's kind of the horror aspect we approach. Ooh, I like that. What if, I what if that. they can somehow manipulate the heavy pollution in order to, like, create different forms? What so if... That... I do like that. They're creating, like, What if using them creates pollution? I mean, that could mm-hmm. definitely be a byproduct. And it's, 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 you know, it's kind of almost ironic that they're making the world worse with their solution for how to deal mm-hmm. with this world that has been consumed. So um, we're astral projecting into android bodies. Mm-hmm. Bodies. And, <laughs> but what the humans are aware of... horror rock and roll magic. Yes, rock and roll magic. Those are the two we still have to fit into this idea. No, no, is they that, make is that rock the and roll magic. It's rock, is rock and roll magic, magic this is the solution? Not that. I, I think it is. Know. Is yes. rock and roll the answer? Rock yes, short answer. answer. I do like the idea of... of is this kaiju playing. musical? <laughs> I do like the idea for playing with the themes of overconsumption. I do think that following a viewpoint of a rock band is kind of a good metaphor for that, you know, with the kind of lifestyle of the, of the, you know, kind of that anger and the drug abuse. And I'm not saying every rock star is doing that, but that is a, is something that happened with a lot of groups with, you know, the drug consumption and the alcohol abuse and the, and the, and you don't want to offend any rock stars out there that are listening. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mick Jagger. I know you, you DM me and told us. I'm already. It was just Steven Tyler's birthday the other day. And so this is his birthday gift to him. Yeah, um, shout out to Steve. What if hey, in this scenario, <laughs> they think that androids are basically invincible, and so they they you know they overconsume in whatever android forms they take, and then their human forms are fine, or either like you know even to the point of just you know being morbid. Well, not even that they think that the androids are invincible. They don't care if the android bodies are damaged. So they are running around in these robot bodies, mm, destroying yeah. them essentially. And these robots are having to watch. And, you know, then that's where the magic can come in. There's some way that they can, when they're astral projecting, they can interact with the environment in some capacity to try to stop it, to try to, to, try to save their bodies before they're destroyed. Because once their bodies are destroyed, they're stuck in the astral plane forever. Maybe okay, so I've, I've, I've got a question. Um, why are the humans astral projecting into the androids? Is it like... Is it like an enjoyable thing? Like this is just like their video like game Westworld. that we play. Like we have colonized this like group of uh, or like this small planet of androids to be our little mental video game, or is it like a utilitarian thing? I I think it's both because I think because I think it, it it you know there's the necessity of the android to keep you know the economy moving and stuff, but still people are going to want artistic expression and stuff. So the androids are also used for, you know, they're used for construction, they're used for working in factories, they're used for that, but they're also used as performers and as, and as <coughs> artists and stuff like that, because everyone's trapped in this little 
little space that is their own, and then it's the androids that actually venture out into the world. At least that's uh, obviously. If people have other ideas, throw them out there. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that sums it up. I dig. Um, and uh, and I think that because there there is also that interesting element to play with uh, of the horror for the humans as well, because they could basically be spending their entire lives in a box, isolated from each other. Um, and these these surrogates, these androids, are their only interaction as well. So you know, it's that double sided coin of the androids. I don't think all the and my thought is that not all the androids have free will. Maybe it's this thing. There's this small group of them that are becoming sentient. It's like and a, a the, software update or something like that. A scientific yeah. breakthrough. Breakthrough. If you will. There we go. There we <laughs> go. So the newest update starts to allow these robots to gain sentience, and there's this mixture between the government trying to cover it up because obviously that would make people uncomfortable if they're stealing these. Bo- not everyone. There's terrible people who probably wouldn't care. But they think that if, if people were to learn that these androids were gaining sentience, it could destroy the economic system that they have set up. The powers that be don't want that to happen. So th- that there's an interesting that, – that could lead to an interesting dynamic of – because you know, we have the humans and the androids of, of an android and human teaming up together. Maybe it wasn't they were trapped in one room, but you know, there's an underground society – that they can't, uh, and they're like these isolated pockets of society. They're living in bunkers, essentially, and they can only interact with each other through these androids. Yeah, I dig that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, is that is that more interesting, or is it more interesting that everyone is isolated? I think I like that everyone is isolated. Yeah, I, I do think that does have the 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 larger chance for horror. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's for, have we found a way to work magic in at all? I because that because the contacts could be magical of some sort. I, I had pitched that while people are astral projecting, there's some way for them to interact with their environment in, in <laughs> the, these forms. They can they can do things that could be seen as magic to someone observing from outside the <laughs> the astral plane. Like these, uh, like these androids have magical powers that humans are appropriating and using. Mm. Is that what you were saying? Or <laughs> I, 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 I was sure. saying only more when, when you're. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna reiterate what you were about to say. Only whenever they're in, like, in the astral plane. Yeah, because humans basically they, they go directly into the androids, and the androids then get pushed into this this alter the astral plane. They are pushed into this separate area, and while they're there, they can't really, like, physically interact with stuff as much, but they are able to manifest some kind of power that allows them. And this is what we'll have to talk through and figure out. They can manifest some kind of magic that allows them to alter the environment or, or do something that would help them with their goal of trying to stop, the, stop their bodies from being destroyed or – or, or whatever whatever we arrive on. That was what I was thinking. Right. And it's only it's only the power of uh, sick drum rips and guitar solos yeah. that can get them there. Yeah. yeah. Well, because because I, I do like it if we are following this like touring group 
that that like it's these guys who are taking over these things like you have the you have both the expressionism and the beauty of the music mixed with the, the <laughs> over the because i think especially if you have these performers these heavy metal not even heavy metal but rock and roll performers in these android bodies that are disposable more or less to them like i could definitely see people taking advantage of that in a performative setting where they're like yeah. you know like and they're it's like yeah with their guitar and like and they do it because they're like a super hardcore punk band and they're just like cool <laughs> yeah. like, what, what can i possibly do i can like completely destroy my physical form on stage oh and then just like God, fuck myself so into another android fucking hardcore yeah, yeah. and so I maybe it's it. maybe we're following as this band is pushing that farther and farther because usually the because like usually they're there's oh. okay this is a slight this is a slight oh. shift but it's they they usually like they have to they have to maintain it to a certain degree because the robots have to be repaired you know mm. like it costs money to keep building more robots so they can't go completely wild but you know it gets crazier and crazier and it's building up to their farewell tour they're gonna destroy the bodies completely mm-hmm. they're gonna you know jump into the not prestige really. it yeah so they're it, basically just boy bands who become new boy bands I do actually kind of like that if it is a shift <laughs> from one genre of music to rock. Like at first, they're kind of like pop stars. They could be K. Yeah. They could be they could be Korean pop stars. Yeah. Right, so we've time. got some K-pop boys that are, as their disillusionment with this isolationist society grows, yes. Yes. they're rebellion. Yeah. And uh, then and then to, they become something else yeah they, and they're destro- they're literally destroying their their form as the movie progresses but they don't realize that there's another consciousness trying to inhabit that space as well and it's this it's this desperate trying uh, uh, this trying this communication between these these astral beings and the the performers who are and and both of them in their own little pockets of isolation, them alone in the room, them in the astral projecting, and they are linked together by this body. That Did you just tag, I'm alone in a room right now in our? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, I, if, I, if I did, I didn't mean to. I am sitting in a room, which is one of okay. our other podcasts here on the CoCast Network. Thank you. Check it out. Check um, it out. Subtle <laughs> plug. Not subtle even subtle. <laughs> but there is there is a really interesting there is a really interesting storyline in there. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. Of 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 this shared form and its destruction and this communication between these two beings trying to share it um so would it like would they like see this being trying to communicate with them eventually maybe not right away but like maybe like that communication like with that if i understand it correctly like this astral being that's like trying to interact or trying to be in this android body maybe it's like that closeness and that like kind of mind link that is inspiring the music right so like the longer that they stay in them that's why it gets like weirder and darker and and heavier and like that also like that corruption of like the human mind could also like be something that's horrible yes no 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 so here's the direction i feel that so here's the direction that i think is happening here Mm -hmm. it's like imagine if you're a creative individual which you all are um the longer and longer you live Right, and let's say that we can move our consciousness around. Maybe we can astral project. Yeah. But the more dark and spooky it gets over time, 
and then through yeah. music it is portrayed. Is that kind of the feel vibe? Yeah. There's danger in the dreamlands, baby. Yeah. I can see, see how to incorporate the magic is so these robots, they get astral projected and they can't interact with the physical world really. But we could pull, and this is actually something that does happen in it, I will say, it does happen in an episode of Futurama where Bender <laughs> gets turned into a ghost and yes. he can then only inhabit electronic items. He can take them over and control them. So what if these androids, once they are taken out of their biological body, they cannot interact with the physical biological world, but they can inhabit machines, and their one way they find out how to con connect with these rockers is by they take over like their equipment, and they're starting <laughs> to play this music. Yes. These, this music is this desperate way for them to try to communicate with, I'm into it. with the artist who are the very ones destroying their bodies and then using that music to further that endeavor. Ironic. Wait, so is it is it those spirits then trying to destroy the rockers' bodies? Oh my god, here's what it is. Oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. Give me that heat. Give me that heat. No, 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 okay. The, the drop, artist. Drop the beat. Drop the, the beat. The art, the, so the artists, don't, the artists know about the androids, and they don't care. Because they're making the music as they're getting closer and closer oh, yeah. to destruction. The, uh, the robots aren't trying to talk with the artists. They're trying to communicate with the audience that their <laughs> forms are being destroyed. But the oh, humans okay. are listening to it because they themselves are feeling this existential horror and this dread of their own isolation. And these androids in their, like, their terrible horror of like, the inescapable of their own destruction, like the music they make is so powerful that it's making the band more popular. Like they are literally yeah, I like that. It's like it's tiny I like that. Um, and so that's, that's what this is all about is they're trying to break through to the audience they're screaming save us save us and no one is listening and there's that's black mirror that's real dude we should this be the black mirror episode i love that it <laughs> really is just there it for really the vibes is. yeah, yeah. It, so you're screaming save us save us but it's really like we will rock you well, because oh, but dude, it's also like because it's not just these performers that this is happening to. Every surrogate body that is at this concert has an entity that's flying over, that's watching these concerts, and the humans don't realize that after this software update happens, they are now taking over the consciousness of a living organism. They are oh like, shit, and so it's like it's this whole through their music they're trying to explain this situation and bridge this gap and save the rest of the androids. And I think because in the end, I don't I think they do get destroyed in the end. This mm -hmm. band gets destroyed. And that is they are the martyrs. They are the final like the, the, their destruction is accompanied by the final realization of what has happened and how that is going to change the world and how it functions. So the big picture there then is that they are the first. This is a story. Mm -hmm. It is the first band that. Was affected by androids who made their music better and therefore that is their significant story if this were a movie or what have you why we're focused on them yeah, yeah. I, I think i think what we're following the the viewpoint we follow in this world would be of this group of android spirits in the astral plane okay we are watching them disembodied trying to come to terms because at first the first question is their own existence like that's an interesting what am i the first thing we see is the what wait i am real and mm. then they get pushed from those bodies and now they're looking at them after they realize that they are real and the next entity is they're being ripped from themselves and 
um, and then you know their discovery of how they can interact with these these music things, and then this as they're trying to communicate how that then gets capitalized on and that is used it is consumed just like the humans have already consumed and destroyed the rest of the planet like this is like this is a metaphor for itself how the planet itself was polluted and destroyed josh you're taking notes right <laughs> uh, my, my notes are in the, in, in the chat my notes are done my notes yeah. are after, after we roll the numbers i'm but not the I, note guy I mean, I don't After know. Is that, there, who's our note guy right now? <laughs> is, is there a more interesting? Is it more interesting to to be an audience member, or is it more interesting to follow the astral projections? You think? Probably the projections, because because yeah. if the audience isn't understanding the message that they're trying to get, mm -hmm. it would be a a more senseless reveal at the end when mm -hmm. when so much is destroyed. And so I like. A, sorry. No go. No, maybe it's a sort of thing also where it's like the mood, it starts and, um, you know, I thought there's, oh, I can't, Under the Skin. Have you guys seen Under the Skin? It has this really cool, like, opening scene of, like, this alien being formed, but it's, like, all super, like, mm. not, it's making, like, a human body, but it's, like, very, like, weird and you don't understand what's happening. I'm thinking for this, it's, like, you are seeing the projections and then like slowly but surely there are like weird things that don't make sense or like one shot or like every once in a while of like the beings of like who we're trying to communicate with yeah. the people totally. and then toward like after a while it kind of completely is revealed to you that oh this everything that you're actually seeing is not real this is yeah. a simulation maybe it's a it's well, a good it place to start then with um, with those beings getting like ripped from their their physical manifestation, and that is like the very beginning of the story is them realizing that they are now in this very like metaphysical, non-real, yeah, limbo, um, limbo, and seeing how they begin to deal with that. Yeah, I because I I do think it's like it's it's almost like you know when a baby deer walks for the first time. That's how we exactly. start out with these people inhabiting this body. Like they are they've been created, and it's them coming to terms and they're interacting and they're moving through this space, and they're in like a lab of some kind, and they're confused because they have consciousness. I'd like to say I'm a baby deer every morning, but yeah. carry on. <laughs> um, and then and then suddenly, next thing we know, boom! They are knocked from their bodies. They are pulled free, and they are now watching as the, the bodies start interacting and move and they're trying to follow the bodies around and they're seeing what they're doing. And that's when they, they discover that what they're, what they're in is like, this is so weird. This is like, I'm, I'm trying, cause it would be like a shop floor yeah. or something like, like that, where it's like these not, or like, like for a tech company or something that that's like, showing <laughs> like here's, here's what we're thinking. These are the bodies we've designed for you. And and like this one is yours, Axel or whatever, like whatever you want to call these guys. Axel, <laughs> Axel, Axel Rose. I was about to say like Axel Posey. The band is Guns and Roses. Yeah. The issue is I've dated an Axel, Guns so we can't use that name. Fair enough, but <laughs> but you know, like it's well, Robo that's slash. that's the that's the last thing we we see before they get pulled from their bodies <laughs> is is like so these these robots are moving and they're okay. It's these robots are like moving and. And, and interacting with each other and seeing each other and you know i i i haven't seen this done super well but this yes. might be an interesting thing to play with whenever the robot wh whoever our main robot is you know whoever we're following um he 
when he is when he is in his robot form, it is that first person like hardcore Henry, like but only when he is inhabiting the body, which is very rare mm. in this movie, I think. Um, mm. We see it for him. So with the first thing we see is like the hands and he's looking and it's like one of those display glasses and there's guys behind it's like, and here's the body. You can see it move. Uh, this is, it's just running on a, a default program right now. Oh my God. It's like Steve Jobs' first reveal of the iMac and it was all a fart. Well, he's showing it to the band only. Like this is like, this is the product yeah. we designed from you and here's how it moves. And it's like, oh, well, how is it moving like that? It's like, oh, this is just the, the new update lets it, lets it do this thing that it's, just kind of do general motion it just it's analyzed movement and stuff and it it just does its own thing um but we're seeing from the point of view of this robot something is inhabiting it and then they're like okay let's let's go ahead and plug you guys in and see how they feel and boom they plug in and then boom suddenly the camera's pulled out and you see the body it was inhabiting and the he's like looking at now the back of his head where he was (laughs) like this and it's like what is going on where am i and like he's like and then he's and then at that point it switches to a third person camera it's no longer first person at that point and we see we see all this stuff happening and we're following and that's when he's meeting the other members of the band um all these spirits and they can communicate with each other and they're watching is like okay we're gonna do this like let's uh, let's go practice and and they're they're struggling because they can't interact with anything as they're traveling and this band starts to make music and do it and it's you know it's it's like you know just kind of like real I, I think purposely we would make it kind of like pop garbage. I'm not saying pop is garbage, but but you know exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's just like bubblegum pop, like this stuff. And the robots are while one of the robots gets sucked into something and makes noises and all this stuff. Because um, I believe there could be a beautiful scene later on where one of the robots is like because they're making this music right, but everything they're doing is like electronic based. Like they're they're jacking into the amps and all this stuff. <laughs> At one point, they are allowed, they, their bodies are free, and they're using them like while they're in storage or whatever, and they're able to get – and one of them actually sits down and like plays piano for the first time physically with their Did hands. Did you fall asleep during that Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus? <laughs> this is very similar to like the – she has that little <laughs> robot thing. But, but this is like – she, she gets like to actually go like, – and it's like you know the, our, main, our main viewpoint like shows – like you know one of the people who had been making these like electronic kind or or heavy metal or whatever it is kind of riffs yeah like kind of like this electronic rock and roll kind of like the smith style real depressing kind of rock as it as it progresses but is able to like play the instrument for the first time australian dubstep like ska like that's what i was thinking of course it can be i think i think it just has to be I think it just has to be a because it has to be rock and roll. But rock and roll has that really electronic sound because you're going through the speakers, you have the feedback, you have that like really crunchy kind of. I think you oh, can. Oh, electricity, baby. I think it's it's that with it's a little bit of a of a of a of an electric influence. I'm thinking like more indie rock kind of Black Keys, you know, mm-hmm. Arctic Monkeys, like where they that that that's incorporated into it. Uh, the the kind of use of electro electronic electronic sound, but. The instrumentation and the instrumentation and the style is still very much rock and roll. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's interesting. I, I'm wondering how we get from we got 15 more minutes, and I think we got a concept. But what yeah. is what is our order of events here? Like, because it's, I it's mean, very... I feel like we've pretty much laid it out. I mean, definitely the beginning is pretty well laid out. I think we should figure out maybe not necessarily how it resolves, but how we want it to progress or how we wanted to leave it hanging 
Yeah, I, I think at one point the leave it hanging. The, the androids <laughs> figure out that they can communicate with the band. That has to be something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the band, or Does the or band they can, understand it. I don't think they do. Uh, not at I don't first. think that they do at the beginning. Yeah, I think I think it's by the time they realize it, it's too late for them. Like they're, they to to turn back on it would like they realize they would lose all their fame. So like I think at first the music starts happening like what is this like what's going on and it's and they think it's magic and that's also another way to tie in the magic possibly is they think it's magic they're like what's going on this music's just making itself and it's like and you know they're playing and while the android is playing it the the spirit of that android is inhabiting the instrument that is playing it and so like literally they're doing crazy stuff like they don't know what like there's just this connection between the body and the instrument because they are the same being um, that's crazy. And <laughs> as it as it progresses, like they're realizing, and as I think maybe it gets to a point where, for some reason, they can't produce vocals. Oh, this could be a really interesting movement piece if the androids don't speak because they don't have language. Mm. Like, and so they are literally trying to communicate through music, and everything that is when the androids when we're watching the astral plane is silent. Ooh. And and all that can be heard in the astral plane is the music they create. And mm-hmm. it's that's 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 the end is the end. They figure out how to speak like that's the last thing that happens before their destruction is there's some vocals. Finally, mm-hmm. like someone inhabits one of the spirits as he's watching his his brethren uh, like burning and being destroyed is able to emit that final thing. And that stops and the stage is dead. And he's like the soul like it's his it's the I have it's this Death is the metal classic. Scream. Yeah, this is the classic. I have no mouth, but I, but I must scream. That's that's what this is about. This is what these androids they had they have this ability and this need to communicate and this mm. desire, but not the ability to, not directly at least. And it's that's that's their struggle. It's them trying to figure out how to use this music, this instrumentational music, mainly, to mm. talk with it and like. The, it, maybe it's even that they do it and, and still the human who's controlling one of the androids is still coming up with the lyrics. Like he's still mm. he's still like there's still because ly- it doesn't have to just be instrumentation, but he's coming up with these lyrics to kind of hide the 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 message of the music. And he's like maybe the only one who knows what's really going on later on. And then he makes the choice to hide it. So it's not or, unlike when we make really fusey sounding sounds with put track lyrics on top of it to right okay okay here's what happens because we talked earlier that there that like it would be this update is actually all these androids are are live and the government or whatever wouldn't want this to come out because it would destroy the economy so maybe the artist finds out about it and he actually like when he realizes this happens the band realizes this they're trying to talk to the government and the government's like if you tell anyone you're done like it's a threat and that is in the end it's actually that artist he's the one he changes the lyrics as he like mm. can't stand it as he's like watching as as these as this as this stuff is happening to the audience and it's his and it's his message before he also gets ripped out by the government and so it's like one of the musicians forms a, a maybe not an alliance but some sort of like where they they want yeah. to help these these sentient 
Yeah, I like that. Which we talked about how these humans are living in isolation as well. Like they don't have the interaction. And this is like a really intimate relationship between the mutants and these android projections that are making this music and this relationship they have together. And although I think it it almost is, is interesting to explore if they are wanting to work together, but it's like there's a threat. Like basically the government is saying, okay, if you say anything, we will kill you. And I think that that might also be heightened if only one of the band members is, like, actually trying to help these beings and all yeah. of the rest are, like, trying to carry on with that exploitation. Yeah. And, and they're, like, actively, like, ignoring <clears throat> the communication that's coming from the android spirit. Because, yeah. like, if one of them maybe just, like, is, gives in and is finally able to communicate and the rest of them are, like, actively, like, steal, then- steal your mind, don't let them... Break it. Let them in. Yeah. And then they fall in love. The ones that come on. They fall in love. That would be that's an interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. You fall in love with an android? Yes. Well, because there's there's no. They know you know better than anybody else. This goes back to our (laughs) love idea of these of these beings that that love (laughs) each other but are not able to physically be with each other. other Or is it like her? where they fall in love but it's like dark her where yeah or it's like what's that well, dark her with it's a like, magic machina it's ex machina where the si- the android is like trying to like make this person fall in love with them and like gain their trust oh, so shit. that in the end they can be like scooby never mind and then maybe oh, instead oh i like that could we instead is it I feel like we might do, like, the end of the human race a lot, but what if in in the end, (laughs) instead the androids that are all able to, like, the android tries to make the human fall in love so that they can steal a human body? I I, I don't know. I I personally like it more if it is a genuine connection between these two characters, and that the end is, is, it's a little bit of an open A human and an android holding hands in the sunset, because they were able to put that consciousness into an android and a human and the android. Are they the same? Wait. Or in love. Wait. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Here's here's the final moment. Because the government's like, if you, if you tell anybody, we will kill you. And also, hmm. we have to dispose of these androids because they have obviously, they've learned how to do this weird magic thing that none of these other androids have figured out. <laughs> the robots are doing well, magic. I-, I think the government is magic. Because are they able to deal out this punishment where they they rip them out of their androids? Well, basically what they say is like if you if you say anything, we will like yeah rip you out and kill you and you'll lose control. But this final moment is he he he's like okay stop the music he's 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 yelling and people are confused as to what's going. He gets jacked out and you know what that does though that allows our main character to inhabit the body again. He sacrifices himself so they can take control of their own body and now they're in front of the audience and that's when they perform oh badass oh action badass um i'm into that and it's his sacrifice that allows them to have this ability to get the message out you know the final scene of this Mm -hmm. final song i feel that and it goes ignored and that's the horror part of it (laughs) the true terror um, I, well, I think it's maybe open-ended because, like, once again, I think this is all like it's a metaphor for the planet itself. Like the over, they don't care that we are, we don't care that we're consuming these androids and disposing of them, and they, we don't really see them as a living entity. Oh, and, and the who, horror is that they don't give the bodies back. 
yet. I mean, I think the horror so is definitely routed. Your consciousness is just kind of lost, so it, you kind yeah. of let them in. Yep. Yeah, if the body is destroyed, and maybe we see that happen earlier on, like to put keep the robots in line, one of them, there's like five of them, one of them gets destroyed, and we see their astral being disintegrate <laughs> and is lost forever. Um, and so they are kept in line. So the astral aspect is kind of, I think, best worked through through robot perspective. Or actually, mm. yeah, like we see the android's perspective via the astral projection because yes. they can communicate that way, they can live that way, they are not necessarily hindered to the units that would they've assigned them that look like us. Yeah, that being said, we slip in and out with them via mm. magic and, and music and rock and roll. Yeah, pow pow pow. Yeah, can I, can I pitch one more? I know we've we've, always, we've been so back and forth on the, this is just on whether or not it's one band or the whole band knows. Mm, yeah. I want to pitch the whole band knows, and and it's more like it's the threat of the annihilation of this. Uh, once they destroy the one band member, that's what's keeping them all in mind line, and it's the entire band agrees that they, they know they're going to get ripped out and be punished and tortured or whatever, but they all agree to let the androids control the body to play. This one for this one last protest. For this oh my song, god! One thing that and their hope and they just they don't know it's gonna work. But Did you fall only, asleep watching Bohemian Rhapsody? I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but the, does that did Mercury surrender his body to an android spirit in that movie? Yeah, it's a third act. Essentially, <laughs> it could be um, the fantasy. No, but that's this is so genuinely interesting to me. I think it can be a very interesting movement piece if the androids once again have no language until the end, and it's this mm. final sacrifice of the humans that give them the capacity to to talk. Or maybe that's not. Maybe in the end they don't even talk. It's just finally they play the music with no vocals, and you hear everyone, and they understand finally that this is wrong. Or, or what if it is a musical, <laughs> but it's like 80% dance? Oh, Jesus Christ, leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, but do you, do you get what I'm saying? Because like the whole time they've been covering up the music with these vocals to kind what of make it seem fine. Mm -hmm. seem fine. And it's not until the androids take <laughs> over, they do the songs without the vocals. They do the big song that's kind of been built up. Like this is the one they're writing throughout all of it. You know, these pieces of it are coming together. And they finally play the song. Okay. And you see the people and the androids <laughs> and the android spirit maybe that it allows them to talk to the android spirits and you see the android spirits appear and then they are able to like they are able to like i i i don't know is that anything is that anything is that anything someone help me out <laughs> someone help me. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I was communicating with my ficus yeah. um could you say that again in a more gypsy way? Yeah, I, I think it's the final <laughs> song. They strip away the lyrics, and this music is okay. playing, and it allows them to communicate with all these other androids that are uh, that are that are from these other surrogates that have, are powerless mm. for some reason. Right. And it's okay. Communicating the ability to use this power, mm. which is of music, right? Yeah, Ooh, which is just to oh. inhabit inanimate objects. Right, but that could fuck shit up. Like, and I think it's an open-ended ending because you don't know, once they have this power, what that means for the human race. And that makes the band sacrifice even larger because they're saying even, like, we don't have the right to choose whether you are destroyed or you, or you can live. We, you yes. and you have the power. We are giving you the power to fight us. Yeah. That is the right thing to do. I agree mm. with that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, 
on a moral level agree with that or on a principled level agree with that um because that's a really that's really interesting to me is like they are giving the androids the key to destroying humanity if they chose (laughs) but they're doing it because wow they have connected with these (laughs) things on this level that they know we do not have the right to i mean this is yeah. kind of an allegory for like slavery and and I like, you know, yeah. like we do I'm not have it. the right to control you even though it would be it would be beneficial to us you know like it doesn't matter if it like you have just as much of a right to exist as we do is it's essentially a, so it's essentially a, it's a story of principles and morals yeah yeah Adam um it's I'm robot gonna... heavy metal get out <laughs> yeah, I've been getting subtle get out vibes for a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, yeah, well cuz it, it very much is like it, it's but instead of the sunken place where they're trapped in the body, they're trapped outside of the body and having to watch things happen to it that like that that's that's really this is really interesting. This is like mm-hmm. this is a weird piece. This is but I like this weird piece. I, I'm double checking that our guest is ready so we can fill time for another minute or so, but then we'll we'll mm-hmm. admit them to the call. Um, and trying out titles. Explain. Yeah, it. do we need to come up with a title? Yeah. Josh, all of your lighting is gone. I know. I don't. It's, it's, <laughs> I have it set. Yeah, I, we're working with what we're working with. So long okay. as it's not too dark to hear. Here's here's my first. Too dark to hear. Bad idea. No bad ideas in brainstorming. Rock out. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so maybe there's one bad idea. Maybe there's one bad idea. In how, do you, how do you feel about a part of the band? I like okay. a part of the band. Because originally the whole time I was thinking we call it Roadies, but there's already a TV series called Roadies, yeah. but it's definitely not this. Part of the band. No androids and Roadies. Hold on, hold on. Astral Prevention? There could be a pun hold in there. <laughs> that's tough. Puns are tough on this. No, I'm yeah. not saying pun. I'm just making sure I'm not missing like a turn of phrase or anything. I don't. Oh. I, I part of band. I like something with yeah. projection. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just agree. because there are a lot of things Sci-fi being projected, elements. and also yeah. the story is a, a projection of another sort of metaphor. Totally. You agree. Will. Well, there's also the element because I was like, I mean, could it be something that involves the soul? Because that's really what is is coming down to is do these androids th- their souls? Like literally, their souls are this astral projection, and soul right. is something that is involved in music. I mean, we can't call it soul because there's that animated TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, rock and soul. Rock and soul. Rock and soul bot. No, that's bad. That was bad. Not for this. What was the uh, what was the TV show that had like it, like the tagline was become human? What? Wait, that was, was a, that was like that I Detroit video game. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit become, become human. human. Oh, um, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, how about this? Android become human. Astral Android. consumption. Again, sick mm. band name. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, that could be the band name. That could work. Astral yeah. consumption. Yeah, astral consumption is the band name. It's <laughs> very on the nose. Band. It is on the nose. I I kind of like part of the band, and we gotta we gotta get the guests on. We can think of a new name if we part do. Of the band. How do you guys feel about Just saying part of the band for our pitch for the name? For now, but definitely type in suggestions while Tony's doing the wrap up. Yeah, we'll keep brainstorming. Yeah. Just keep, okay. just throw it out there. No bad yeah, ideas. Yeah, Here you no bad ideas. <laughs> Part of the band. <laughs> Thank you, Paxton. That's, hey, how's it going? Oh, wait, he's, his audio disconnected. 
Hi there, Brandon. How's it going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Everyone, this is Brandon Adams. He is a colleague of mine. Um, he is a director, actor, performer. Um, absolute, uh, absolutely great. He taught me pretty much everything I know. So he, <laughs> he's going to be here today, and we, uh, we've got a story for you, Brandon. It's <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so uh, how this is going to work is I'm just going to kind of walk you through what we got. And then we'll we'll discuss it afterwards. Um, <laughs> everyone, feel free to chime in if you if there's something that I'm missing or that you need to add on. Um, but it's it's just going to be a block of information to throw it at you at first. So, um, the essentially this whatever this is in whatever form it takes starts out <laughs> with something coming into consciousness you know it's like it's looking at its hands it's seeing it's very clear that this is something opening its eyes for the first time and you hear these people talking behind this glass wall like okay these were designed to do to for everything you need they can move they can move correctly they can move they can dance they can perform it's, it should be everything you need for the audiences and you hear a guy you hear other people talking it's like well what is it doing right now and they're like oh this is just this program that it has that help lets it move around it's not doing anything. It's just it lets us see. It lets us see how it moves. It's the newest update allows us to do this. Um, and then like, okay, do you want to try it out? And the guy goes, sure, go ahead, plug me in. Suddenly, boom! This being is knocked from its body, and you're now. It's now like third person, and you're seeing this entity. Um, it's actually multiple entities in this room that are looking down at these four, actually five people, um, that are kind of all picture kind of your typical like glam rock role like you know like the yeah. long hair all that stuff and these entities they're not able to speak to each other but they're very confused and they're looking at what's going on and these people start moving out and they're talking like oh this is great like the the this is essentially our band what we're going to refer to for the rest of this cool. and the band is talking like whoa this is great like i could actually feel this this is crazy like this is this is great and like oh i feel so young again and like all this other stuff and they're talking and we watch as this, these people are inhabiting it and they go and it's like, I guess we should try to play some music, right? And there's like this recording studio set up and they start to play. And these, these beings that are unable to speak are watching kind of in horror as they're basically like a ghost version of the people who are playing the music. And they're like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I can't, I can't con control. I, 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 and they, they can't speak. They can't do anything. They're just watching as all this happens. One of them leans on an amp or something and gets sucked <laughs> in. And then yeah. suddenly it starts making all these crazy noises. And it turns out that they can kind of control this music equipment. Okay. When they're in this ghost form, they get like sucked. This is going to be a lot, Brandon. I'm sorry. This is a sci-fi. <laughs> Strap <laughs> in. Universe is going to be ready. I'm going to um, take it all in. Yeah, there's there. The, I'm not gonna say exactly how all of this. I'll, I'm gonna explain the basic concept for the world, and this would be done through you know the general world building narration, not narration, but you know news broadcast. Like it would get across point. Essentially, you find out that the world is polluted as crap. It's unusable, and so everyone working on the surface has to use an android body. They get plugged into it, and it does their task for them. And we are following the viewpoint of these rock and roll androids that are being used. However, what humans are not aware of is there's like a new update that has just been released that has somehow given these androids consciousness. However, when the humans get plugged in, it pushes them out of their body into what we've been referring to as the astral plane. Um, okay. 
this is something like this is not a complete script so this is just kind of the concept that's that's trying sure. to get 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 explained through you know a lot of different different means but so here's where the struggle comes in the humans don't know and the androids can't speak they can take over these objects but as far as these as far as these androids can tell it's only these five band members who can control objects like they see other androids floating but like they don't they don't when they're in the astral plane, they see these other energies, but they've not taking over stuff, and they can't tell them how to do it. So they decide how they're going to communicate with the world is by music. They're going to use the band to to create these things. However, they don't have language, so they can't do vocals. So they're trying to communicate only through the instrumentation of the guitar and sure. the keyboards and 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 this. So they start making this very very impressive, like deep music with this band. And the band doesn't really know what's going on because they're not really playing these instruments, but it's almost like their bodies take over in this trance-like state when the when their android spirits take over the instruments and allow them to like play it. The band loves it because they become famous because their music is so great. And but they're covering it up with their own lyrics, like they're writing their own lyrics for the songs because they're still in control of the bodies and the vocals and they're singing, and they're they're a huge hit. You know, like they quickly become like the biggest band on earth. And that's when they start to realize, like, they start thinking about it more, and the band realizes what's going on. They mm. realize that the instruments are speaking to them. And so humanity usually kind of stays alone in these rooms. They're afraid to interact with each other. This is a slight pitch I'm going to make for a change, guys. It's, <laughs> oh. It's, um, it's like they're afraid to interact with each other, but they, they, in theory, can. But it's like so much fear. It's very similar to, like, the pandemic now, like, it, mm. there's so much like disease and pollution and stuff like they definitely don't go onto the surface but they don't even see each other but this band is able to once they kind of realize what's going on they this is a pitch for a new scene they they, they do come <laughs> right. out of their isolation and they turn the robots on while they're not inhabiting them and they get to interact with the androids on a face and this is like the actual humans oh. who look nothing like the androids but the people who were using these bodies this is like the first time we see them and we get to see the androids for the first time actually play their instruments. Like, not in the astral form where they're inhabiting, but they That's actually really pick cool up the guitars scene. and the pianos, and the band is watching it, and they realize exactly what's going on. They're like, holy cow. We, like, they're, this is a, these are living beings that we are inhabiting. And, they, and they're like, oh, crap, all the androids are this way. But we can't, like, let them have control because that would destroy everything. Like, everything requires... We, our lives rely on these androids to survive. So they decide they have to hide it. Like, they take back control. They won't... They, they lock them up. They won't let them do it. But they're still making the music. They're still trying to communicate. But they can't because no one's listening. They're covering it up. And it gets to, you know, this big end concert. Like, they're doing this huge thing. And the, guy, and the band has basically decided they're going to destroy the robots. Like that's that's what they have to do to save everyone. Because if the robots taught other robots how to like use this power, like they they could they could decimate society. But in like it, you know as they're playing that final concert, as they're listening to the music, they are so moved that they relinquish control in a, in kind of a spur of the moment. They they are like, no, we don't have the right to do this. They stop the concert and they unplug, and the robots take back over, and the robots start to play like they did in the scene before and they're playing and you see the androids in the astral plane they understand they're communicating and you see and, and, and they take over and you see them start to kind of 
to to take back control over the android bodies and of the machines and and like and 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 it's kind of an open ended like that's kind of where it ends is you don't know what it means for humanity that these robots have now have this power to fight back to communicate to interact but it's not necessarily good it it does <laughs> it's it, it might be bad for humanity it's going to change everything but the band in their final moments made that decision to give them that power um and that's it that's it um the the we've we've been pitching a lot of names in the chat when we started we were going to pitch the name part of the band um, <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll read i'll read you some of the other ones we got um perfect astral pain <laughs> um breakthrough. most of these are nothing <laughs> breakthrough which i actually kind of like i kind of like breakthrough um yeah rocky moral picture droid <laughs> incredible um plug me in yes. astral interference smashful plane mouth <laughs> and glam droids those are the favorite from scanning through it i kind of like breakthrough but do you have any thoughts on the name that i mean to me that's that's i i really like that because it it works on those multiple levels mm -hmm. but it's succinct it popped it yeah. it it honestly kind of piques my curiosity um that one, and then oh, there was one other one, a couple after that that um, I also enjoyed. Oh, the Smashville Pain Mouth, right? Oh, yeah, But there's there's the mess of spaghetti we have thrown at the wall. Do you have any yeah. thoughts? Um, so, so I, I really, you you already went where my brain was going was the, the what is the lasting uh, sort of impact of that choice, and to leave it ambiguous and open-ended i really like that because it it really kind of just sits in this ooh, uh yeah. nebulous that uh, uncanny valley yeah mm. um i but i know i really like that i also like the um when you were talking about the choice that the band makes that struggle from because obviously the fame that from a human aspect what they were able to accomplish through nothing really of their own doing that's a struggle because obviously lifestyle fame notoriety all of these things that they were able to um yeah. experience what they essentially were giving up um and the struggle there that that scene that could be a really interesting before they decide I've, to unplug i really mm -hmm. like that i really really like that note because yeah. so many of us feel like we're really creative and talented, but then end up not being. And they feel right. like they are. Coming you know? to terms with that, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like a coming to terms story, maybe in that internal kind of way. Yeah, Absolutely. this also seems like a very interesting acting challenge because you have the actual humans, and then yeah. they inhabit the android body, and then you have the actual androids who sometimes also inhabit that android body. So, like, both these actors, like, so the humans, I, I do like the idea of us actually seeing this, these humans at one point and seeing how their mannerisms are captured in the actual humans. Who, who, and, like, you can even play oh, with, because, like I, I said, see. you have the one human who's maybe he's, like, a really old guy who's inhabiting this younger band guy, <laughs> like an experienced musician that they got. And, and you know, I, I think that, that you all op open up a lot of, uh, that's sorry why I pitched it last minute was because I was like, I was like, oh crap, that's a cool, cool <laughs> thing to play with. Who is inhabiting these robot bodies as well? And what is motivating them? Like, I, I think that there's a lot of cool scene work that could be done in this if we were to sit down and like actually 
flesh it flesh out. Flesh it out. <laughs> no question. Um, yeah, I mean, hell, man, I'm, I'm, I want to hear the the whole story fleshed out. This, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in. Can't Let's get it in. going. Um, well, Let's get it, it going. <laughs> was there is there anything that was confusing to you out of curiosity? Um, I think I think it would be easier from a visual standpoint. So it took me a while while you're telling the story to understand the the relational dynamics of the asteroid, the robot, the band, the group, <laughs> the human, sure. just all of that mm-hmm. can can feel uh, muddy a little bit just when I'm taking it all in at, at first. Yeah. Um, but as you continue to tell the story, it became clearer and clearer. So I think mm-hmm. that's, and that's actually not a bad way to, to, to enter this story is from a place of like, some disorientation. <laughs> yeah, because right. we, 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 were, we were struggling on what point of view to tell the story from, because we at first sure. talked, like, is it an audience member who's seeing this band? Is it the robots, the astral projection? Is it following the bodies? Is it following the band? We decided to follow the astral projections. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a very heavy movement piece, and we thought it'd be very interesting to play with their inability to speak and their need to communicate physically when they're in the astral plane and then through the music when they're inhabiting yeah. the item. Yeah. I... I, I would tend to agree with it. That that seems to capture it in the most complete way, where you can mm-hmm. kind of see those variant levels of I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a lot, but yeah, I, it's a lot. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you now what our words were, so you can see what oh, yeah. why we yeah. had to do what we did. <laughs> Maybe it'll start to make like okay. Now I see how we reached this this jump. For sure. Um, so the first three words are what we call our influences, which are kind of like the major thematic elements that have to be included. Okay. Um, and that is rock and roll, mm-hmm. magic, and horror. Great. <laughs> um, yeah. And then our three, our three um, major events, which are just concepts that have to be included, like kind of like an event or a circumstance that has to be part of the world we build is scientific breakthrough, heavy pollution slash overconsumption, and astral projection. Um, and then the right. last there. and then our last thing were our inhabitants, which are what kind what form our characters are taking, which was androids and humans were the two that we were. Okay. Um, that wow. one's not as exciting. But um, hey. so would you say we were able to encapsulate all those ideas? Absolutely. I mean I I think uh, yeah, no, I was I was gonna say I think magic was the only one where I was like, well, and then but no, absolutely how how even just the musical communication and mm-hmm. that sort of finding the means to to make that work. I really do. I think you yeah. hit it. Yeah, and I also think there's an element which I didn't explain as much where to to put that through even more, we had talked about how the band at first thinks it's magic, like mm-hmm. because like the instruments mm-hmm. are playing themselves and in yeah. a in a capacity it is magic. Like it is right. these these androids communicating but like that's this element of them confused because at first they don't it's not like the guitar starts playing it's like oh that's an android <laughs> that's inhabiting my guitar like at first right. it's like they don't <laughs> like they almost think that they're genius oh, that's a fun scene that's a really fun scene yeah, yeah. um and like because they're like oh when i'm in this body i just i get so in tune with this instrument and we're talking about how there's this very intimate beautiful relationship of these androids like they can't control their body but somehow when they're pl- inhabiting the instrument that the body is playing they connect yeah. Like that connection forms, and they're able to play together, and it's the ah, and it's sure. a connection between the android spirits and the humans as well. Sure, because they're inhabiting this such small space together. Um, I'm with you. 
Um, honestly, this might be – we talk about movies a lot. It's not like this is specifically geared towards movies. This might be a really good book, like the more mm-hmm. I kind of think yeah. about it. Um, I was thinking about earlier that this probably wouldn't be like a movie I in my it, mind, I don't think. Yeah. It, it could be, but like I, there is almost something interesting that would be like in, in a book about it. There's no way it could be a play because no. that, that I don't see how you could – physically do that but a lot projection. of makeup via projection <laughs> a lot of a lot of blue and orange makeup yeah <laughs> every time or if you were thinking from a book standpoint and that <laughs> medium you could you could dive into a bit more would you entertain a variety of perspectives or point of view like yeah could you I, tackle sure. chapter one from and then i don't know i mean that may actually get it too convoluted but is something well, it's a sci-fi book. Know. Sci-fi books yeah. are supposed to be a perfect. Like they could it, be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. like it, Ender's Game and all those other like classic I mean, sci-fi novels. Like those are all like, always. If 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 Twilight can uh, shift yeah. between Bella and Jacob, we can do it too. <laughs> there you we go. can do it. <laughs> but we can do it. I I, I do. <laughs> the movie do does <laughs> the movie does interest me, and I think I would argue I do think it could be done really well as a movie, but. A book would also be very interesting. I think it's like a comic book or like a graphic novel. Mm, honestly, that's, that's what I—that's kind of what I've been thinking since we came to like a clear picture of what this is. Yeah. I mean, it does need visuals. I feel I like, agree. you know, um, it's a visual story. Well, but the only thing with oh, you do lose out on the music though if it's a book. Yeah, like, and the music seems like a big <laughs> part of it. <laughs> but like, think like uh, in the graphic novel version of Scott Pilgrim, you oh. still feel music very heavily. You know. Yeah. Or, but I agree that it is something that you could lose out. And like the the best part of the Scott Pilgrim movie is the music that they added in. Yeah. So well, here's what we'll what do. What if we'll, every page we'll... has one of those little singing card things inside <laughs> of it that just has timed music? <laughs> so that you can get the best of both worlds. We're inventing new mediums over here to tell the story. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, no, I love this. Um, we, so the title we reached was Breakthrough. Um, I, I, yeah. I love it. This is this has been a really fun one, um, Brandon. If you want to hang on while we do our house cleaning, and and uh, we'll all introduce ourselves and 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 kind of sign off. Or if you need to head out, you can you can tap out. Uh, I might have to bounce, but I I want to hop <laughs> in on at some point because um, I'm over at uh, the in laws. But I will. <laughs> and whenever you'll have me, I, I'd love to jump in and talk more. So I, I love it. it. Yeah. So, I so love guys, it. thank you yeah. guys Brandon. very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right, so to do our house cleaning, um, this has been an episode of Construction, our fifth episode of Construction on the Cocast Network. Catch us every uh, Sunday night at 7 p.m. Not every Sunday night, every other Sunday night at 7 p.m. Um, if you if you miss us, you can catch our other uh, our other podcast the, that appears in that time slot, which is a cooperation podcast, which uh, features myself, Linnea, Josh. Diego de la Esquiera. Uh, oh, I mispronounced his last name. I'm so sorry. But um, <laughs> then, uh, the, uh, then um, as well as Donald Dushing and Kaylin Beach. And the, uh, it, it's us. Uh, we're inhabiting a bunker, and the elevator pitch is it's like <laughs> D&D, but instead of going on an adventure, we run a city council for an underground bunker, bunker in the apocalypse. Um, so check that out if that uh, is interesting to you at all. Um, and I have been, uh, I've been one of your hosts, Anthony Wilkinson, and now I will let everyone else do their plugs. <clears throat> My name is Linnea Anderson, as per stated. Uh, we cannot even kind of read that. Who cares? <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, I have a name tag. Spell it out. Next. 
I have been Jeff Robbins, dimly lit. Dimly lit. <laughs> I have been Paxton Cleaver. Uh, got a few things uh, coming up, just like every week. Uh, just be listening. Be, be with us. <laughs> I've got things. I got things. Big things. Big and, things are happening. <laughs> and I am your guest, Morgan Simo. Thank you all so much for having me. This has been a blast. And I think we crushed it. I think we really crushed yeah, it. That that was a fun one. I was a little bit worried about 30 minutes in. I was like, where where is it? How is this going to all come together? But it always does in those last 10 minutes. But, we, um, did, we didn't get a rating from uh, Brandon. Was that his name? We didn't yeah. need one. It's a 10. I'm going to call it. Yeah, <laughs> Self-proclaimed perfect score. <laughs> Our producer that's has. That's what we do 10. for every episode. After that, was we just forget to ask and say that it was a ten. Yeah. So if you're watching this, don't forget to. Uh, we have all of our information, all our handles, <clears throat> social media, and our Patreon page and all that stuff. Feel free to uh, follow those, <laughs> donate if you're feeling if you're feeling like helping us do this. Um, that money is also going to go towards our live shows, which we uh, will be announcing pretty soon, which are also all original works written by people a lot smarter than us. So those will be really exciting. I don't uh, agree with you. I don't know about that. Um, but uh, <laughs> until until next time it has been a blast as always and until we see you again happy building donate help me get better lighting yeah and oh, Chanry, um, Jesus. Oh, i almost forgot if shannon hasn't already cut it off she is our our shannon producing our new producer and shannon you can hit that end button whenever you're ready <laughs> <laughs> ends on <laughs> nope.